Welcome to episode 140 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode 140 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going mate? Good, no press-ups this week? No, but last week I did make that fatal error later on in the piece, so I'm trying to stay focused. Good. It's not my strongest point. Mm, nice. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I did before today's show? What'd you do? I rode around here and I went up to my new house yep. and then rode down to your place, to put, put the stopwatch on it. Nice, how long? Time trial? 48.7 seconds. Nice, <laughs> nice. It's brilliant. <laughs> Oh, we're we're neighbours now, aren't we? Exactly. Oh, mate, you're going to see me all the time. <laughs> Again, this week's show, it's a bit of a different show this week, but we've got news. Um, we've got a website of the week, and we've got some questions and answers in the end. But what's actually happening at the beginning, Jombo? We have got an interview with uh, a lady who did a study on compression tights. So we're interested to find out a bit about that, about how... What's that lady's name, John? Karen, 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 Karen de Granville. Granville. Hopefully she's going to be here. She's about to pop a sprog. Uh, So we're hoping she does turn up. (laughs) I mean, I am talk. Saved it. Just at a nick of time is proudly brought to you by... Coffeesofhawaii.com. I've got some interesting stuff to tell you later in the show about those guys. Have we? Okay. Trybuyers.com. It's that time of year where you'll be spending all your money and Trybuyers has got some deals. Big sales and Athlinks.com. More news on there. Some exciting stuff. They've got a lot of news every week, haven't they? Those guys are innovators. They are. Remember, click on Athlinks to make the money. Exactly. (laughs) Love your work. Okay, so news. Well, the big piece of news this week is obviously that Chrissy Wellington is no longer going to be using, what coach was it? Uh, Cliff English. And now it's going to be using Simon Lessing. What's all that about? It's bizarre. It's, it's, I'd, I'd officially like to thank Team BB for creating some good gossip. They news. have really topped it up this time of year, eh? <laughs> because because we, normally we're struggling. <laughs> and they've come through. So it, it's been well reported over the last few days. I just got back from holiday last night and I thought, all right, got to get some, some stuff ready for the show. And um, it was front page news on Triathlete Mag and quite a few of the other publications online um, sort of sites. And yeah, she's... The, before she even started with Cliff English, they sort of couldn't come to an agreement. I think he very much wanted her to be based in Tucson. That sounds like what he's trying to set up a real hub of, of triathlon. Kind there. of what Team BB have done. Yeah, and, and he doesn't want to be on the road all the time. I think he's done that a lot with his previous jobs. And um, and obviously Chrissy must have just wanted something else, and yep. uh, and so she wants to be based in Boulder and <coughs> teaming up with Simon Lessing. So your thoughts, cool. like Simon Lessing, you know, obviously a legendary athlete, very talented. What about as a coach? Well, who knows? I mean, he could be a fantastic coach. He could be a crap coach. You yeah. know, some athletes make good coaches, some don't. Um, but we, we've heard from a lot of people that w- uh, if he takes his own training philosophy into his coaching, he basically just goes out the door Kills and hammers yeah. it all day, every day. So, uh, yeah, we've got our, our interview has turned up, so we'll go into this in more detail okay, we're soon. back soon. You won't even notice because it'll be like now. And now it was. We're back. We're back. You don't actually know, but we actually had like a 30-minute interview then, didn't we? So we've got to pick up where we were. Yeah. Saying, uh, Lessing smashes the crap out of him, or out of himself, didn't he? Yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting times ahead, because uh, I, I, I think... Even if you screwed up Chris's training a bit. That's the thing. Ben Barney actually sent an email and and I sent back to him today saying, you know, like, if you wanted to coach an athlete, you know, she's a woman to do it, isn't it? Yeah. So I think, you know, unless she got really overtrained, I think, you know, she's just so far in front of everybody else. Um, But hey, let's not discredit um, Brett Sutton's coaching methods. You know, he's got her in in this incredible shape where she's incredibly consistent. I mean, consistent for two years, but... uh, 
It's um. Well, it's it's like, I remember, I remember seeing an interview with Hallemans one time, and he was saying how because the first co- um, athlete he coached was um, Aaron Baker. Yeah. And he was saying how he thought oh, this is really easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and oh, this is going to be no problems. And then when he started coaching other athletes, he really realised what it was like to be a coach. Exactly. So it's going to be uh, the other interesting thing to find out, and we don't know yet, is you know the whole thing with the with them going to Cliff English was it was going to be Hillary, um, yeah, Chrissy, yeah, and Belinda Granger. So I'm not quite sure what they're going to be doing. Uh, and I and I read somewhere the other day the only reason Belinda Granger left Team BB was purely sponsorship issues. Um, oh really? It was 100 percent that she would have happy happily stayed there, but they were trying to create a Team BB yep. team and which uh, meant you stayed under their banner for everything. Exactly. What's happening? Is your phone ringing, John? No, it's going off ski. We've got rules about the phone, John. Yeah, press ups, about the phones. Yeah, so, press um, ups. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, Belinda Granger and Hilary Biscay. And uh, somebody else also sent through um, a little note that Rebecca Preston on her blog was saying that she's going to be Le- having next year out as well. Yeah, um, going to work. Yeah, so mm. she's just got a bit burnt out, didn't enjoy this year that much. Um, and just going to go and work for a year and, and see what happens. She's still hoping to be involved in Team BB, but I'm um, not quite sure in what. What do you reckon's happening with Team BB, John? Well, it's it, interesting times, isn't it? It is. I mean, the same thing I think happened maybe with the the Team Timex. You sort of you get these these second tier athletes that that build their way up and they get to a position where they can earn. Good, good money, money yeah. and the, the team can't cater for their, their financial needs and so they, they have to move on or they have to be prepared to take but a team time max, I don't know much about that what's that well, again that was a more of a development team it didn't have any real rock stars yep. but it had that sort of second tier athletes and it gave them a bit of support helped them through that sort of de- de- developmental stage but if you became really good then you re- you're restricted by your earnings you can't go out and get different and new big yeah, sponsors yeah so Team BB are trying to make it so everybody's got the same sponsors um, so they, they can have a more attractive... Yeah, and so um, for the smaller athlete, that's good because they can get better sponsors to that person, but I guess they become yeah. rock star. So it's fairly um, understandable. No, Week so before last. Interesting, interesting times ahead. It is. Week before last, we had Ironman Western Australia. And we had Kiwis taking the females race out. Oh, amazing. Well, do you want to talk about the men first? Or? No, no, let's talk no, about the females. She's, she's, she's local, she, mate. She's, she's like our friend. She is. She's a local girl. Gina Ferguson took out Ironman Western Australia. Sub nine hour? Sub nine hour again. It's pretty awesome. She did it and uh, wrote this year. And, you know, let's be realistic. There's not many females out there that are going sub nine. Yeah, there's been a few this year, but it's, I don't know, maybe five or six, something yep. like that. So yep. Gina is certainly really... Establishing herself, she, her herself twenty. She's mid to, mid to late twenties. She's not she's not thirty or anything. So she's she, still she's the name of the future age. She's she's you know like another three years. She could be well. Who knows? Uh, I guess my my concern is whether she just races herself into the ground. Um, you think she's racing too much? Well, she, my my opinion, she is. But she's getting lots of good experience. She's going on lots of different courses. But I don't think she'll reach her optimal performance by racing so regularly. So she's yes. she's did Hawaii. She's doing Challenge Wanaka, which is in January. She's been consistent, but you know, like, oh, she, yeah. what, what she got in Hawaii? She got, like, eighth. eighth. Yeah. She's yeah. doing Ironman New Zealand. That's she won be. here in a sub-nine. Yeah. Did a sub-nine in road. So, I, I think, good on her. I think she's going to, she'll, she'll stay at this sort of level, but I think for her to crank it up another level, I think she's going to need to um, just focus a little bit more on one or two events. No, not one or two, maybe maybe three three events a year. But um, can't... Do you think this is a good, for an early athlete, you know, she is younger... You know, she's probably got, if she wanted to stick at the sport, probably another 12 years in the sport. Yeah. You know, because obviously chicks can go longer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. 
Do you think that you know this kind of crazy period at the start isn't going to be necessarily a bad thing? She doesn't seem to be getting injured. Um, she's enjoying it. Uh, yep. It's what she she likes. She's to do. got to do it to make money. Got to do it to make money. So who knows? I think it's it's a there's no proof to really say either way. You know, when you look back at the the early days with Aaron Baker and um, Dave Scott and all those sort of guys, they were racing a lot, but they were racing all different distances. Yeah. So I think you know it's only the last few years we've really started to see people racing really, really regularly. So I don't think we can we can really say um, what what effect it's going to have. Well, but you know what, John, she dominated the dojo because she led the race from start to, to finish. finish. She was in the top ten out of the swim and came home eight fifty nine twenty four. She her her bars broke at the ADK mark. She didn't end up tight enough, I think, by, by the sounds of it. So that's the tip from John, isn't it? It is. To be always wrapped up tightly, yeah, tight. Uh, but great performance. It was. It was. It was close. You know, only thirty seconds under the nine-hour barrier, and she had to crank it up a bit in the last few k's. I was watching the live coverage as she oh, yeah? came through, just the last little bit. And uh, great performance. Charlotte Paul was second, nine oh six thirty-four. So she won last year. I think she either went very, very close to nine hours, but I don't think she went under. So I think Gina's race was a, cur- a course record. Big gap back to third place, Kat Barker in 9.37. I um, understand she's a first Ironman, young athlete. She won a half Ironman earlier this season. And, uh, yeah, good on her first first Vicky course. Jones from New Zealand. She got in the seventh place. 9.48. Yeah, she'd be with that, wouldn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think so. Came out of retirement. And she see if she races again. I think she's aesthetic. <laughs> well done. And on the guy's side of things, we had, see, we always had chick side of things. On the bloke's side of things, he was pretty happy to win. Look at that finishing shot. Tim Burkle. <laughs> Yippee! Never heard of him before. Well, it was because he was debut. 24 years old. 24? And uh, I think he's one of the youngest ever Ironman winners. Uh, I think Hal Regal might have been the youngest ever. I was reading somewhere yesterday. What did he do? Uh, he was only a little bit younger. He won Ironman Lanzarote, uh, maybe when he was 24, 23. Wow. Great performance by him. Really had to battle it out on the run and uh, and beat Jason Shortis, who was, um, I'm not sure if they were running together or he was closing in on him, but um, great effort by him. And his time, Bevan, was... It was about 8.06, wasn't it? 8.07. So we know, we know it's a fast course, but that's still a world-class time. Oh, that's, yeah, you're not getting much faster than that anywhere, are you? No. So yeah. it's still, you know, you've still got to do the distances, no matter how, you know, pres- presumably it's accurate. Um, so 8.07.06. Second was Jadison Shortest at 8.10.57. And third was Luke McKenzie What happened to Luke Bell? Luke Bell, I don't know. He, he, um, I'm pretty positive he DNF'd. He was, he was leading early Luke on. Bell? Luke Bell, you know, two years ago he was the man, he wasn't was he? He was the name of the future. Yeah, he was like every race he won. He undefeated in 70.3s yeah. and he had a good Hawaii. Yeah. And, you know, we were like, oh, this guy's, you know, the man. And, and he came out to New Zealand a couple of years ago and went head-to-head with Cameron Brown and did yeah. really well. Yeah, only, it was only a great lost race. It, um, uh, late in the race. Yeah. And really, I, I can't remember him doing anything since then. No. I know he's had some injury issues, but... Um, Jeez, he must be frustrated, eh? Oh, yeah. No. So it was, uh, like, it was interesting to see Oscar Glinders there blowing up a bit on the run, went um, 8.27. Yeah, he's normally pretty consistent, isn't he? He is, and especially in difficult conditions. Um, we had uh, Annette was over there, your friend Annette. Yeah, we're tight. Uh, she, she was saying that, um, and this is interesting compared to some of the comments we've had lately, she was really surprised at how small a lot of the guys were that were winning the races. I know Jason Short is a big, big guy. Yeah, unit, he is. But, but she said that... Um, Tim, the guy that won, he was a real small fella, and there's a couple of other guys that were, that were really small. Really? So, um, as in height, or as in just, just general stature? Really, um, like Frodo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think they were small and skinny. Oh, there you go. Hey, so just one thing. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, breaking things. <laughs> Stuart 
Gilchrist. Sure, Gilchrist. Isn't that a cricket player? What's his name? Adam Gilchrist. Oh, okay. Tired. Um, he's from Australia anyway. And he was saying that Jenna Ferguson was talking about Challenge Wanaka in the after race interview on yeah. I'm in live. So. I don't think I'm in at that. I mean, when you're doing live stuff. But I think that's cool because imagine, you know, if our uh, challenge gets a few more races out there and athletes do, you know, start talking about races, you know, because the athlete will look at it not as an Ironman year, they'll look at it as the race year, obviously. Exactly. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? So. Well done to everybody who've uh, finished uh, Western Australia. Ironman UK moves to Bolton. Oh. Tell me about Bolton. Sang a song once. I've. What? Michael Bolton. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear you're learning I like uh, it yeah that's good I've been to Bolton once Bolton Wanderers so you've made my day good good I'm learning I'm fascinated Bolton Wanderers okay I've heard of those yeah. Bolton Wanderers yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about them aren't they yep yeah. so play Bolton, rugby league don't they Bolton uh, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Oh, no, I was just thinking it probably is a league. It's, it is league country up there. Oh, right? really? Yeah. Leagueies. I love Leagueies my leagues. Up north. So Bolton is just... <laughs> English people don't get me wrong. I think it's just north of Manchester. So it's um, sort of middle central England. Uh, interesting move. I think they were trying to get away from um, Sherbourne, which is very much a... Why? Do we, do we know much gossip? Some people sent me through some emails, well, and to be honest, I forgot what they said. I think one of the things with Sherbourne, because I've raced here and I know, is, is it's, not a, it's not a hub. It's quite a difficult place to get to. Yep. Um, for overseas athletes, it's not easy to get to in terms of flying there. You, you probably fly into London and then just have to get your way out there somewhere. But it wasn't an easy place. The race venue was not close to... Yeovil was the closest town, not the most appealing place in the world. Yep. Sorry, anybody, any listeners in Yeovil. Uh, so I think by moving it to Bolton, a lot more central, easier to get to. Um, I don't think they've actually announced the courses or anything like that. But um, no, it was, it was, it was always that. Apparently very cards. popular because they've only just opened up and on Try Talk, apparently, word on the street is, is that uh, yeah, it's selling pretty quick. Yeah, and, and well, I went on the website yesterday and they're having all sorts of problems with processing money and things like that because uh, they had so much interest in the first day. Well, the thing is as well, imagine trying to get accommodation and stuff. Well, Bolton, it would be a lot easier up there is to, it? to get accommodation. You know, it's, yeah. it's, Bolton's a big size place. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. That is interesting. And we've got a new event called Ironman. Well, this, we got this sent in, I think, maybe a week or two ago, and, and I, I didn't actually think anything of it because we announced this a while ago that the Ironman was on. So now what has happened is, in Ireland, there's going to be two iron distance races on consecutive weekends competing against each other. Oh. One is called the Ironman, I-R-E, yeah. man, and then the other one is called, I think this is, you pronounce it right, the, also the Ironman, but it's pronounced with a, a funny little... Um, thing above an E so it's E-I-R-E man are you sure you haven't just got the same race because the race organiser sent us an email through I'm positive did you get that email I sent it to you yeah no I think I, <laughs> I, 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 I checked this out I checked this out there we go earlier this year there came the announcement of an old iron distance race was going to be revived after a long hiatus now comes news that another new Iron Distance race will take place in Ireland in 2009 with the announcement of the Ayr Long Distance and Middle Distance Triathlon set to take place in Wexford. The two full and half distance races will take place on back-to-back consecutive weekends. So it's going to be interesting. It's not going to be a helpful situation having two new races on consecutive weekends in terms of getting a good-sized field. So well, now, you know what? I should have done my P's on this. And I've done my P's. No, no, because the, the race organiser did send us through an email from one of them. Right. 
and I don't want to get the wrong one. Yeah. But they were saying that the course I've chosen is really fast, and they're trying to do like a rope type of course. Okay. Um, he threw some pictures of the course and stuff. Mm. He did like did a lot of good work, and to be honest, I just haven't really done my prep today because we've kind of been winging it today. So it is a shame that they both got the same name essentially. Yeah. And they're on consecutive weekends, so I don't think there's going to be any winners here. To be you know, honest. I think this is the one that they sent through. Well, let's, let's, let's do your P's and we can talk about that next week. Okay. Prizes. What are the prizes? Okay, let's look at prizes. Five million dollars. Five billion dollars. <laughs> sorry. Trillion. Under construction. Uh, but so word on the street is there's going to be a million dollar prize yeah, pool. A million, at least. That's like I didn't put in the um, in the show notes today, Bevan, and uh, we somebody emailed through. Actually, the, the organisers. We, we don't like to slag off the challenge series because they generally do do things, but yeah. we have to be yeah, fair. Yeah, no, we're going to be. That's right. We have to be partial, John. And uh, I know with bloody challenge, cha- <laughs> challenge Monica has actually just introduced some new oh, time, the, yeah, time that, bonuses. That's a have, isn't it? <laughs> and, and I did. I have to admit that is a have. Uh, oh. So they've got they've got a new sponsor that's um, giving. I think it's five thousand. Five thousand. If you get uh, if you. Beat the record, but you don't beat the record. You've got to do like an no. eight oh seven. I know it's an eight. I think it's eight twenty for the guys. And no, not, no, it's faster than that. No, it's not. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Pretty sure. I think it's eight twenty for the guys and nine hours for the girls on that course. That's humming. Yeah, that I, I got the PR release and I was kind of like, you know what? This isn't really good PR because anyone who knows anything about the sport knows yeah, that it's so just unrealistic. I, I would estimate that on. Could a, anyone get that? Like even I, like a mecca? I don't think so. I, I think that. On a perfect day, you know, you look at the results over the last few years. The first year winning time was about eight forty, eight no, oh, low eight fifties, and I think yeah. last year it was high eight eight forties. Yeah, those were second tier guys. Yeah. so I, I would say someone like Macca on fire, peaking for the event anyway, would be eight thirty, eight twenty five. I couldn't see them going eight twenty unless they had some. So that's what I thought to myself. I thought to myself, if you're going to pull out the old, you know, that kind of crap, say a million bucks, you know, yeah. let's get some good PR out yeah. of it because no one's going to get it. You can get insurance policies on that. That's what all these races do that have the big time bonuses. It's an insurance policy, yeah. and, the, and they weigh it up whether they're going to get it or not. And uh, if you make it unrealistic like that. No one's going to get it. Yeah, well, no one's going to get it. And it's like, yeah, you go a million bucks, I reckon. Yeah. At least it sounds good. You get lots of PR for that, wouldn't you? Exactly. So, I mean, if they, that, that, I wonder that, if they did do a million bucks, if anyone would go for it. Well, that, that would be a really sensible thing to do in, in Kona is go sub eight hours and you yep. get a million bucks. No one's, I think the record is 8.07. Yeah. Uh, so you need a perfect day and you need to be on fire. And the thing and about it Kona... Be, it would be just achievable. Someone like Macca would go, I reckon that's just... About in my yeah. grasp, everything goes perfectly. Yeah, that is that is possible. But well, perfect. the thing about Kona is, you know, everyone always pushes to the end. Hmm. You know, like if like some races, guys get the lead and they just kind of save themselves. And whereas in Kona, everyone generally has to push right to the end to win the race. And so you know that time is, yeah, as you say, it's just out of reach. But if someone had that day, hmm. yeah, and that's what it'll take. It'd be good take... PR for the race. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, John, if we're running the event, I, know. I tell you. We need to stop this podcast. It's happening. <laughs> There's some, if, if you want to know more about Tim Burkle, the guy, one Iron Man, Western Australia, um, you go to slowtwitch.com and there's an big article on him because we don't know a lot about the guy. And uh, a name to watch out. If you can go 807, you know, it could be a name to watch over the next Being in New while. Zealand, John, we, we're sometimes behind the times, aren't we? We've only actually recently just got the internet. Yes. Um, t- cars are quite a cool thing, aren't they? Uh-huh. Yeah. And we, we're always last to get Iron Man Hawaii. And it was on TV last week, and John wants a copy, don't you? You do. Any- and normally, normally, uh, normally it's Cool Hand sends us, Chance Barber. Yep. He normally sends us over a copy of these things. But if, you, if anyone taped it, can you send us a copy? Because it's John's porn, isn't it? It is my porn. You know? <laughs> Belinda, you, you, you're not getting any of that night. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so, so send us a copy or if, if anybody sees a full version on YouTube or anything just send us a link and we'd uh, be keen to have a look at that one press release from the Danish yeah one other bit of news uh, there's an article on Slow Twitch um, we actually got the scoop before Slow no, Twitch we're but, so heated, but, we but we're behind we didn't record last <laughs> week so we couldn't uh, put it in it was sent in by Bevan's deleted out the name oh, no I didn't you did that I didn't need that bit oh there we no. go Morton Morten Libash, he uh, gave us a scoop that was on the Danish Triathlon Union site, I think, uh, that Rasmus Henning is going to be racing Iron Distance races this year. Yeah, well, interesting. He apparently, he's done an Ironman before, he did the Danish National Champs in 2000 and the ITU World Champs in 2001. Got first and second. Got first and one and a second and the other. Yep. This uh, Rasmus Henning, for the guys that don't know him. You know, you know what, I didn't know a lot, I knew the name, but I didn't know a lot about him. He, for the last two years, he's won the... Big high V race. Oh, that's so right, the, the money man. Two, I think it's 200000 dollars two years in a row. Wow. Seems to be loving winning ten grand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently, the, it, it was serious consideration. You know, he thought after Beijing, he's definitely going to do um, Ironman racing. But then, when they announced this new World Cup series, uh, World Championship series with increased yeah. prize money, he's sort of, oh, maybe I should do that just for the money. But he's decided to go down the Iron Distance racing. How old is he? Uh, don't know, but I'd be picking he's around 30-ish. Um, yep. He's been on the circuit for a while. He's had a great ITU career, won quite a lot of uh, World Cup races. and, and you know, Real top, top guy? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, he is, he's, the, he's the goods. You know, he's, he won in Beijing. He won uh, not the Olympics, but he's won World Cup races against serious quality fields there. Yep. Whenever he's won the high V races, that's been against the very, very best yeah, guys in the world. Yeah. Beating last year, or both years, I think he's beaten Bevan Doherty into second place. Yep. So he, he is the real deal. And I think he will kill people at Ironman racing. Really? I think he, he's, he's got the, the stature. Lessing didn't? He, he did when he did his first one. Yeah, but he absolutely one race. it. So I think he's going to cane it. He's, he's quite a, a good-sized sort of guy. Um, and so I think he's likely going to be able to handle the bike quite well. He, he races well in the heat because he's, uh, he's done well in, in high V where it's generally very, very hot. Uh, I think I read somewhere that he may be starting his iron racing in China. Um, yep. We read this on here, either racing Ironman China or Lanzarote. Pick up his slot there, and I'd say look out for him and Kona. I'm not saying he's going to win the thing, but I think he'll do a similar thing to what Macker and Crowey have done and be very, very competitive in his first year. I wonder, like, obviously they're not going to get the prize money, they're going to get to you, but do you think you get more exposure from Ironman? Potentially, like if, if he's looking to, to build up a coaching business, I think there's more opportunity to do that in, in iron distance racing as opposed to Olympic distance, distance racing. But for a guy like him, I think he's, he sounds like he's a pretty smart fella, a bit like, say, a Jonas Colting type guy, yeah. and he's got a very, very good follow, following in uh, Denmark and in Scandinavia. So yeah. I think he could do pretty well regardless. Ruben Tate. Uh, sorry? It's I love you in... What is it? Some kind of language. Some kind of language. Well done. <laughs> uh, so I think he's got a big future, whatever he's Slovakia. Slovakia. Yeah. Why do you know that, Bevan? Well, it's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> she was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, hot topic of the week. We need to have a pause because we haven't done a piece. Really, here's a pause. We've got the page up. It's time to go. We were doing the highlights of 2008, and at first, people started talking about other stuff like racing and and Chrissy Wellington and crap. Cares about, cares about that. her. She's got a new coach. It doesn't matter. She gets all the. You know, everyone talks about Chrissy nowadays. We're talking about ourselves. So I had to bring people on track. So Mark Hughes and Chris Butler, we love your work, but, you know. So then Chris came back, and we love you, Chris, and he's basically saying his one. We're going to do them all. 
Oh, we'll, we'll do selective ones because we've done no peas. Uh, the Epic Camp reports. He loved Crowy, Dave, Scott, and Chrissy. Oh, and the Maca Roth interview part two. I think it was the best interview you guys have ever had. Uh, to have him really open up about everything, it was great to hear him. That he has insecurities too. Only a skilled interviewer would be able to. Do- oh, obviously. I'm- <sighs> Time for a pay rise, John. <laughs> Mark Hughes, he had a couple of uh, things. A lot of people have said this one in, in the interview with Felix, um, asking how the death of his father was for him. And then also, a lot of people have said uh, Bevan calling Dave Scott old. People would love that, didn't uh, they? And he took it hard, too. Exactly. He didn't like it. <laughs> he didn't like it one. Not, not coming back on the show anytime soon. Make your interview. Uh, Epic Camp always goes down well, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Yep. We've got some good interviews coming up soon. Um, my mum hearing my name read out. On the word, it's world's leading Iron Man podcast. Oh, I get lots of plugs here, don't I? I've introduced it. Uh, bring it on, tampon to my vocabulary. Love it. Okay. Best uh, moment. Duncan Smith saying Emily Mieska was great with her coast, explaining her coast to coast win. Yep. And Bevan again asking Dick, Ho- <laughs> Dick Hoyt about his wife. <laughs> she needed me 12 years. That was, that was classic. <laughs> But you see how I pulled out of it? That yeah. was the key, you know? You make mistakes, it's how you get out of it. The 100th episode, it's true, it's a big year for us, eh? Yeah. Um, Rob, how's that one? Grimmit? Yep. Um, true Iron Man Talk Fashion, top five. The big interviews, today's talk, Chrissy Macker. Training camps, Epic Cam and Camp Kiakaha. The Hoyt interview, still cringe. <laughs> <laughs> John's Beginner's Guide. Oh, nice. Only still. first couple of installments, but coming along nicely. Yeah. Keeping up with Noel Einstein's aspects, Bevan and John's lives, John's selling his house and Bevan's love life, and ongoing magpie attacks, nice. And then the phrase book, back it up, game on tampon, dominating the dojo. Nice. Fegan, keeping up his consistency of posting every week. Nice. Uh, he's saying the best thing is it's always there every Tuesday morning. We are good with consistency, aren't we? Was there one day where we went on a Wednesday because we stuffed something up? Yeah, there was once. Once. But still, we've got a show out every week for the whole time for 140 shows. It's pretty good. Yeah. Plus bonus Epic Camp shows. Nice. Uh, There's no more dodgy microphone issues, which is good. We uh, Hopefully in the new year we'll have uh, even better sound quality. Yeah, we'll have because we use one mic, which is real bunch of... Yeah. <laughs> But, but uh, when I get my new computer, we're hoping we can use two mics again. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, Mike Hewson. Hewson. Uh, yeah, people love my decoit. <laughs> Good stuff. Help me through many tedious treadmill workouts and hotels around the world. Keep it up. Look forward to the coverage in Hawaii. And so do we, Jombo. Uh, Richard Marlowe. Oh, wait. Go now. Oh, I can't read it. What's number one saying? Me doing press-ups. Yeah, I'm sick of that. Don't no. worry. I'm not going to do it ever again. John, John's poor eyesight. Sorry. Come on, laugh. I'm, I was helping you out. At least my laugh sounds genuine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me predicting. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Predicting oh. Luke McKenzie getting 33rd in Kona. Loving here his name being here, hearing about the Pirates, the Art of Try top he got. Hooking up with Athlinks. Loving Athlinks. Nice. Me calling Dave Scott A. Old. Old. Who's Annalise? Did uh, Annalise someone. We know who Annalise is. That's my ex, isn't it? Yeah, not cool. quite sure what he means there. Yeah. John and Bevan's complete inability to pronounce how ta- how properly. <laughs> Interviews, Epic Cat reports. My most embarrassing moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bevan lost it in his wetsuit. No, no, no. The one that I revealed on Kemp Kierkegaard, oh, but let's not go there now. Okay. <laughs> they know about that. The banter between us. Newspaper mention of. <laughs> Johnny Cash. Yeah, you're Johnny Cash. What's nice. this? Yeah, go on, do it now. No. Oh, come like, on. <laughs> Jason Lenski. Um, yep, that's the same thing. Bevan and his wetsuit incident. Uh, yeah. Oh, that wasn't your most embarrassing moment, was no, it? No, that was when I got. No, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, First thing when it comes to mind, Bevan coined Dave Scott. Oh, really? 
going down to earth, you've got to share many things. I forgot who you interviewed, but it might be Mecca and Roth, but the interview where you're outside, yeah, that's Roth. Uh, happy days <laughs> and obviously uh, tryjuice.com which is his website Patrick Foley likes my rants nice I do like your rants too he, he thinks I should get on with the, get, get a bit more off my chest ok well I think you, maybe next year that can be a weekly thing I'll try. do you have enough things I'll to try. rant about I don't want to get angry every week I'm sure moving into a new house you have a few stresses I could you know and moving people because you're not doing the moving are you no are you concerned about well, that we'll be in Wanaka yeah so you, yeah we could do some live rants for me I'm trying to negotiate with the lawyer to get things done nice uh, um, Kemp Kierkaha show um, seeing the boys work their magic in front of my eyes was breathtaking this is Ross Muir the preparation and mental warm up before the show was a lesson in dedication getting the best out of high tech studios especially keeping the mic straight in the coffee mug <laughs> <laughs> we, we are high tech aren't yeah. we mate so we're not going to have a um... well no I reckon we could oh ok well, I'm, I'm I'm spring st- one on me yeah do we want to <laughs> well there's a couple options we can do this one here Topic of the week, Ed Hawkins. We could do this one or we could do a best of the year in performance. Just do this one. Okay, so Ed Hawkins. Good old Ed. We love Ed. I haven't read it, so I don't know what it is. Okay, well, he, he, got, he, got, he got an email and he's put something up on Runner's World about this. And, and it's basically, what happened was, he's got from Clearwater back, had a really great one. And at the end of the day, his boss has told him that he should stop doing triathlon. <laughs> yeah, what does it say? Oh, maybe I need to go to that link there. But basically, at the end of the day, his boss has said that you know, that, you know, now you really want to start focusing on other things and you're being a little bit selfish and blah, blah, and that, you know, really maybe it's time you put away from triathlon and focus on other things in life. And so his question is, what if someone who's asked you to stop triathlons, let's say your boss, your wife or your family, what would you do? Okay. I think it's happened to a lot of people, especially maybe from from wives or, or husbands. Yeah, yeah. So what what would you do? And if it's, you've experienced it, maybe what have you done? What would you do if your boss? You know, like you, you know, you can understand the wife. You know, you know, yeah. it's Iron Man is a consuming sport. You know, but your boss, what would you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I'd be telling them? Well, you, you could you, stick you, this you, job and shove it. <laughs> yeah, you, you keep those thoughts to yourself. Oh, I'm, I'm I got a little bit worked up about this one, John. Bevan's rant of the week. <laughs> I got in my rant of the week. So that's this week's discussion. Love your week. We've got half an hour. Out. We're gonna nailed it. Easy. Website of the week. Let's do it. Website of the week. Good old marathonguide.com. We've had these before, John. No, this is this is slightly different. Uh, we may have been to this website before, but it's a specific page within this website. Okay, it's I a fact of life. We get slower as we get older, and it's also a fact of life. We're going to get in trouble for saying this, that women post slower times than men. I'm not going to say that because I've got a really good friend, and we, we, we're tight. Well, now you can... Comp- this calculator can help you determine the age and sex equivalent of your times for your time. Use as you get older to compare your times for earlier PRs and use these to create a handicap for an older friend or relative or just have fun. This is one of the favorite, our favourite calculators. Actually, it's quite cool. It's very right? cool. Okay. Um, you need to factor it in. I think it doesn't... Anybody below 30, I don't think it factors in because I think it says from 30 onwards, yeah. that's when you start to you diminish theoretically yeah. should start to get a little bit slower. So what you do, it's really cool. A little calculator, you select okay. your distance. Okay, so let's go marathon because I'm doing a marathon. Okay. <clears throat> Put in your time, so just 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 say two hours forty. I'm not doing a two forty. Just what okay? I'm, I'm I'm hoping to do sub three. <laughs> just put 240. Because okay. that's what you should be doing. Okay. And that's what I'm expecting from my teammate. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to put the seconds in as well. Oh, yeah, we say point thirteen. And put your age in there. Thirty one. Okay, and you're a male. 
and you want to adjust it to somebody. So, so who, who have you got? Have you got a, who's my Annette Harold's Annette without saying it on the show? Uh, <laughs> we'll put in Annette. <laughs> You're in trouble. Yeah. I'll put a number in. Put in 30, 40. No, no, she's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm about to lose a customer here, Bevan. Okay. She's 42. So, Annette, this is how fast you should be going to beat Bevan. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Here's the challenge. Maybe we could do 13, 313. Annette, you've got to go 3 hour 13. That's pretty fast for a chick, isn't it? That's, that's moving it. But you know what? Let's be realistic. At the moment, I'm, I really think I'm going to be doing the rope. I mean, our challenge race is more about 255, to be fair, because yeah. I'm not going to be, I haven't got much time to train for it. So let's so have a look. Let's say if, if you're a 42-year-old female out there, 3:30, you'd need to do a 3:30 to comparatively beat Bevan. So I think that I think this is a really cool tool. Yeah. That if you if you if you got having, some mates doing a race, eh? Yeah, and if you're having an argument, who's who's faster relative with their genes, their sex, their age? Well, a friend of mine, Rebecca, she did a marathon. She did four and a half. Yeah. And she was female. She'd be about she's 40 actually, and she's female. And her husband would be about 42. Yeah. And what time should have he done? Because they had a really big competition between themselves. Four oh. hours. So it's actually pretty easy for a guy then, isn't it? Well, that's well, half an hour's difference. Well, that's half an hour's difference. I think that's that's pretty fair. Okay, you're, yep. you're both similar similar age. Yep. Um, half an hour. So basically, difference. for a, you've got to be half an hour faster if you're around forty. Forty. If you're doing four and a half versus yeah, four, true. four yeah. hour marathons, so it is uh, good, isn't it? It's I, good for banter. Uh, we could use this on uh, maybe use this on Epic Camp. Just to do a handicap race based on age. Oh, nice! I like the idea. Yes. Yeah, so. Although I'm young, so it's not good. No, it's not. No, and you pick. How are you doing the points this year? Because last year, you know, swim focused camp. Yeah, last year, <laughs> yeah, if you could swim, you had a chance. If you couldn't swim, it was, it was crap. So what have you just done? I'm, I'm actually passing it over to Molina. I think he's got a few tricks up his sleeve, and we're going some old school stuff. I think this year. So. What do you mean old school? I'm just leaving it up to him. I've got enough to organise this year. Really? <clears throat> so. Because, I don't know, I'm not going to try and go for it, but... Oh, whatever. No, I s- I'm... You, I said that before, Italy. Yeah, but you, you've seen how much I've been training. Okay, anyway, that's the website. But questions! Oh, hold on, hold on, oh. We better actually say what the website address is, just so... Oh, marathonguide.com. I'll put it on www.imtalk.me. As promised, today we've got uh, some interesting research that's been done here in Christchurch out at Lincoln University by Karen de Glanville. Got it Beautiful. right. Nailed it. Love your work. We're not so good on our name pronunciations. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're terrible especially. Yeah. Um, and it's a really interesting study because we've talked about uh, compression garments and skins in the past and sort of given you our, our views, but now we've actually got a little bit of science to, to back it up. Some so, of some real knowledge, eh? Yeah, us <laughs> plebs. But uh, so, Karen, just, just tell us a little bit about your, your background before we crack into things. And um, yeah, you, you're just saying that to us off, off air that you're, you're a head of science at a school, but you've also sort of moved across to working at Lincoln. University in their sports science department. So tell us a bit about your background. Yeah, that's right, John. I'm um, head of science at St Bede's College, and I've uh, got a sort of biological sciences background with some um, research experience in, in medical sciences back in the UK. And this year, I've got a Royal Society um, teacher fellowship to be working out at Lincoln doing some sports science, which is a an area that I'm really passionate about. So, it's, uh, uh, we, is, is that basically means funding to, to study for the year? Or, or Pretty much, yeah. Good. Yeah, like that. Anybody you need to thank in particular for that? Other than well, the fellowship? Uh, obviously the New Zealand government for yes, funding yes. my salary. Yes. You can pick us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. <laughs> we try to avoid tax. Right? <laughs> 
but no, um, Dr. Mike Hamlin's been um, great out at Lincoln, um, yeah. sort of showing me some of the, the ropes out there. So definitely. Kind of like going into sports science, you know, like you've obviously got a scientific background, <laughs> going specific into sports. What's it like? Um, it's it's the same procedure, you know. So scientific investigation is the, is the same wherever yeah. you go. Um, obviously, the context is much more specific within mm. the sort of human physiology. Mm. Um, mm. So it's been great to sort of delve into that. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm particularly sceptical. Not not particularly sceptical. Maybe that's not the right word. But I often we see so much um, information out there about. Um, scientifically proven sports drinks and scientifically proven this that and the other thing and and often you you find like that they may be funded by someone in particular you know one of the big sports drinks company to to get them to 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 weigh the or to to, 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 to word to word it word it in a way that looks favorably i'm not saying they're lying but often worded favorably so can you maybe tell us a bit about how you've gone about this this study in particular and and in general and other studies how you try to make it as impartial as possible yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. There's, there is potential for huge bias mm-hmm. when um, money's involved. Does much of it happen? Um, I suppose it's the credibility of the uh, researcher, isn't it? It does, really. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got some products and they haven't got a big pool for research and development. They can't pay someone to, to do this sort of study. So yeah. they do small-scale in-house studies. Yeah. And A, if you don't do enough people, you're going to limit the validity of the data. Yeah. And they're often maybe only looking at five individuals so you've got a huge spread yeah and and b yeah they they look to get funding from the manufacturers of the garments and once that happens then it just puts a little bit of a question on the credibility of it so i mean our study was funded by lincoln university and um, by the new zealand government so there Mm -hmm. was no outside funding through Mm -hmm. any garment so we've not got any benefit to say one or the other and really the bottom line is if the study has been peer-reviewed yep. and it's in a journal yeah then it's credible then it's credible yep. right okay so tell us a bit about the study you've done in particular it's um it's looking at compression <coughs> garments um what were you sort of hoping to, what, what was your goal when you were setting out this or did you have a hypothesis you were trying to work towards oh, big word. Love your work. Okay. <laughs> he obviously paid attention at school <laughs> i obviously didn't <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you see a lot of these compression garments out in the, yeah. in the market. Yeah, they're the new thing, aren't they? They absolutely are. Yeah. And there are a lot of manufacturers yep. um, jumping on the bandwagon. And really, in the last few months, I've seen a couple more that are, are started advertising. Yep. So you're talking about maybe sort of 10 different manufacturers. Mm. Um, we, I've got a particular interest in endurance events. And, and I really, um, you know, the potentially these garments have... A, a good benefit for helping recovery, particularly if you've got a multi-day event. Yeah. Um, stick them on at the end of the day. That's going to give you a little bit of a benefit the yeah. next day to perform better. And to be honest, there was very little out there in the research that showed that that linked wearing the garment to a performance benefit. Yeah. Because it's pretty hard to, yeah. to measure. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about maybe one, two percent yeah. benefit, and often your margins of error in a scientific study are that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's hard to sort of pull it out as a real effect. So, so what kind of process did you go through to actually start to research it? Well, um, I mean, first of all, you, <laughs> you you design your methodology, and that is really, really important that you get that sound. And we did what's called a crossover methodology. So you've got each individual wearing both treatments yep. as okay. opposed to taking your group and splitting them into two groups and right. half wear one and half wear the other. Okay. So you're doubling up your sample size. 
and each individual acts as their own control. Okay. Um, we would love to have done a double blind test. I mean, that's the creme de la creme. What does that mean? That means that not only is the athlete blinded to which garment yeah, they're yeah. wearing, so you're removing that <clears throat> placebo effect, yeah. if you mm -hmm. like. And you guys are removed but as well. But also we uh, are removed from uh, knowing right. and influencing the results. Yeah. But in sports science, it's, it's very hard to do a double blind. Yeah. Why is it? Um, <clears throat> it is, it's okay if it's um, like you're giving a drug Pebble, Pebble snack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you're giving, say, hypoxic gas versus yeah. non. Yeah. Um, well, actually, that, that, that's a bit harder. A pill, pill is easier yeah, because you just, you, you just yeah. look at them and you don't know the difference. Yeah. Hypoxic gas, the researcher has got to alter the bit of equipment to, okay. mm. to change it. So <clears throat> it, it, it becomes more taxing. Okay. And certainly with compression garments as well, it becomes very difficult to have a truly single-blinded test where mm. the athlete is blinded yeah. to the garment. Especially with like your obviously skin Absolutely. Yeah, I mean skins are, are highly branded. Mm. Yeah. And I um, mean we looked at lots of different ways of trying to get a garment that looked the same that had the branding stuck onto it, yeah. but yet didn't have that level of compression. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, though, when an athlete puts on a garment that is very tight versus one that's less tight, they know. Yeah, yeah. So that's a real challenge for this particular um, aid because you just you can't completely blind the athletes. Mm, mm. So, um, in terms of getting your pool of athletes, I mean, how many athletes did you use, and and um, what sort of caliber were they? Well, we um, we advertised through sort of the local um, support mediums. Obviously, yourself <laughs> passed a few <laughs> a few our way, and we were certainly trying to get the more top end athletes yep. because they show a much smaller variation yep. each time they do a time trial, yep, okay, and we yep. want to minimise those individual responses. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know that you know, for you listeners, there was a guy a guy that um, Andrew was there who's yep, a, a Hawaii qualifier. Also, we had um, another guy that comes to me for a program who's uh, finished very highly in the coast to coast. So we, we know that some of the athletes we're using uh, were elite-end elite age groupers and sort of low-level elites so that they yeah. were a good caliber. Because you're, ne you're never going to get Olympic-level athletes uh, sort of doing these trials. So I think you, you did well to get a good pool there. So um, what was the sort of process you went What, what was the, the testing you did to, to, to find out your, your numbers? Well, again, that, that's, that's the difficulty. You know, what do you pick that's going to really work them hard, mm. that's going to show that if there is a benefit to the, by wearing the skins, it's going to come out in the testing. And you've got to balance up. You know, obviously the athletes don't want to be spending, you know, 10 hours at the lab. Yeah. Yeah. They've got lives to lead and training to do. Yeah. So we decided on a 40K time trial. Okay. Nice. Which is a... <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> Not a nice place to be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we wanted to make them work hard, yeah. um, mm. and that certainly does. And there's, there's quite a bit of literature that gives us um, some sort of background information on that 40K sure. time trial and performances in the lab versus out yeah. yep. that we could utilise. Okay. And uh, so, so what they, they did a 40K time trial, and, and did they do that multiple times, or what was the Yeah, and what were you looking yeah. for within the 40K? Yeah, well, what they did is they'd, they'd come in and they'd do a bit of a familiarisation session. You know, they'd have a bit of a practice on the on the Velotron. Yep. Gets all set up to their own bike specs or okay, as much as possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, still, still not completely yeah, comfortable. Yeah. Um, and then they would do one 40k time trial one day. Then they'd put the garment on, and we were looking. We looked at skins because it was the most popular yep. Yep. out there. 
and we as our control one we looked at just a nike running legging yeah. Okay, so not actually a compression, it's just the running. Well, yeah, I mean, it's that's an interesting point as well, yeah. because, I mean, any Lycra tight is a compression garment. Yeah. They can claim it's a compression mm. garment. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it yeah. it's going to squeeze, and mm. there's obviously degrees of squeeze, and that... Degrees of squeeze, <laughs> Ooh, I like that. that. There's a song in there. And, yeah. <laughs> and that... Um, I mean, like, so, you know, your, your shorts you're wearing now, yeah. they're, they're going to Just give you some... Just for the cycle shorts off. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't normally oh. just turn up in tight pants. <laughs> they're they're going to regulate your temperature a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They're going to um, control the sort of muscle um, oscillations a little bit. Yep. So any garment that's compressive is going to do that. Skins claims that it's got this sort of next thing over and above that, which is what they call the bio-acceleration technology. Oh, sounds, sounds advanced. It's, very, it's very a different, scientific. different panels and so on, isn't it? Basically, that is, um, you've got, th that, that technology has come from the medical field, mm -hmm. and, and it's been in use for, for centuries, actually. Yeah. And there's a lot of proven literature that says, hey, it works to improve circulation. Okay. And, you know, they would have put it on in people that were bedridden for a yeah. while. Yep. and they need to keep the circulation mm. going and the, the the basic theory is you've just got a lot more compression down at the end of the limb yeah. and as you work your way up towards the heart that compression Listens. gradually lessens oh, okay. Okay. and if you've got that profile you're going to get a, um, a better a better blood flow back to the heart okay so they do the 40k time trial obviously you measure their time presumably I don't know, and I don't just know heart rate and, and things like that but what other measures and then they jump off the bike and they put on the but you were measuring every 10k weren't you yeah yeah they um so so through the time trial we'll be measuring their gas um analysis were they wearing so they weren't wearing the skins during the time no trial? no, no. Okay. We, we were only looking at after as a recovery tool okay, okay. so you're measuring you sorry i interrupted mm. you, you things you're measuring so we're measuring um volume of oxygen breathed in carbon yeah. dioxide out respiratory exchange ratios and ventilation rate yeah. heart rate yeah their perceived exertion yeah. um yeah. and right at the end we'd measure their blood lactates yeah mm -hmm. obviously all of that stuff would do is a resting level yeah. um, before mm, they jumped yeah. on the bike yeah. as well so, yeah, we'd do all of that. They wouldn't wear a face mask for the whole kind of hour or so. Yeah. That's a bit cruel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not pleasant. Yeah, <laughs> so we'd take, you know, every 10Ks, we'd yeah. do that gas analysis. Okay. And have a snapshot look. So they jump off the bike, put the skins on immediately? Put the skins on immediately. Yeah. No recovery whatsoever. They'd go straight to a stretcher and lie down. So, yeah. and so, so they went stretching, it was purely, okay. No. So we're looking at only skins acting as a recovery method. There was no other recovery to sort okay, of great. muddy, so the, it, yeah. muddy yeah. the waters, really. Okay. And then we went to a stretcher. <clears throat> yep, just lay down, one of them in a, a supine position, um, just in case you know they might keel over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter. What, whatever you set up, as long as it's is the same each yeah. time. Yeah, totally, yeah. That's no problem. And how long would they have to wear the skins for after the event right well the, what we're really quite interested in is looking at what's happening once they've got those skins on Great. so we monitored the recovery for the 30 minutes yep and we looked at things like their blood pressure variations their heart rates that how their blood lactate profile yep. dropped through that time yeah um, and then we looked at their sort of ventilation rate at the end of that period as well okay after 30 minutes they're basically hightail it out of the lab yeah wearing the skins for the 24 hours oh so through. they came on right through yeah. till they came yeah. back no until not keep 24 hours 
so they, they, they literally wore them 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully they yeah. stuck to the room. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd come back the next day exactly the same time of day because obviously yep. that can yep. change performance. Yeah. Um, and they'd go for the, the same time trial. But obviously, having taken the garments off, they put their bike stuff back on, jump yep. on the bike, hammer out another 40k. Okay. And then after the second day, what, what happened then? Um, then they'd have a, a washout period of a week. Basically, yeah. that just means you know, any effects of wearing the garment has gone out of the system. Yep. They're mm-hmm. fresh, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we also monitored to make sure that the training load in the week before each of those testing blocks similar. is similar. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't want them pushing yeah, out a really yeah. hard week and one yeah. week in the... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it change results, yeah. wouldn't it? Um, then they come back in a week later and they do exactly the same, but they just wear the other garment that they hadn't worn in the first block. Did you, ever do it, did you think about doing it without a garment afterwards to see? We did do, but basically, you know, when, whenever someone finishes a sport, you know, they'll generally put something on, yeah. you know. Um, they don't want to get cold, end of yeah. the day. They'll, okay, so they'll there's always, yeah, they're going to walk around naked, are they? Yeah, yeah they're going to yeah. put something on. So, you know, you might have got a bigger difference in, in your data, yeah. but we were looking at, you know, reality here. Yeah. We wanted yeah. the real picture. And now those athletes do tend to chuck on something like a skin afterwards, don't they? Did you find that, um, obviously backing up at 40k time trial two days in a row, how did the athletes sort of find that in terms of you know putting the skins to one side in terms of the actual ability to perform on a second day? Was there much of a factor there or not? Yeah, it's a good good question. Um, there's nice. always a bit of a drop-off. Yeah. Yeah, because um, as you know, I mean, a 40k time yeah, trial yeah. Is, a, is a hard ask. So yeah, you would see a drop-off, but what we're looking at is the difference in that drop-off yeah. one week compared to the other week when they're wearing yeah. the different garments. Right. Yeah. So Makes it's sense. a relative <coughs> yep. measure that we're looking at. Okay, so the uh, what, what happened? What, 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 <laughs> what happened? Okay, drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, spit it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, we, we have seen a, a small performance benefit yep. from wearing the garments compared to the control. Yep. When I say small, the average um, power output was 2.2% better the subsequent day yeah. when they wore skins compared to the, compared the, other. To the other garment. Okay. Yeah. But having said that, is that the, the confidence limits, and, and that's basically, um, you know, if we say where most of the athletes are going to fall within, we can confidently say that, yeah. mm-hmm. um, they range to anywhere from some athletes saw a 4.8% improvement. Okay. Yeah. Which is significant. really significant, yeah. Yeah. down to actually a couple of athletes um, showed a, a negative two percent or point two percent. So in balance, um, I mean the, the statistical packages are, are very dull and boring, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but basically, I mean for, uh, the the figure is eighty percent beneficial for athletes to be wearing these garments. And you, know, you talked about power output there improved. Were there any other measures that you, you use that are of interest, you know, in terms of, I don't know, blood pressure or other things that may have yeah. somehow enhanced recovery? Yeah, well, that's certainly the power Is that output. another good question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, John, well done. Yeah, yeah, have a gold yeah. star. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of a good question now. <laughs> um, yeah, they, we saw a slight time improvement. Yeah. Um, but not of the magnitude of um, the, the power improvement. Which is uh, interesting, which, isn't it? Which is interesting, yeah. but then I, I'm not sure that there's a linear relationship between power and time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're looking at the sort of top end anyway, so you know, if you've got a, a curve, a bigger increase in power might not result in the same increase in time. Lactate-wise, any...? 
Lactate, we saw absolutely nothing. In yeah. fact, we saw... Um, this wasn't statistically significant, but we saw that um, the, other, the control garments actually cleared out the lactate faster. Within the our, other control garment? Yeah, yeah. With, within our 30 minutes. Uh, I, th- I think that's just, that's just normal variation. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, wasn't, it wasn't a significant okay. difference. So we're not seeing what some of the literature is saying. So, so like for the for the speed kind of athlete, you're thinking maybe it's not, you know, like obviously like a sprinter who's going to be in that high lactate kind of threshold kind of zone with their sport. Is there that much benefit to using it? Well, I mean that that could well be that the with these 40k time trial, they didn't get the lactate high enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, mm. to to then see the drop. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess we won't know until we uh, someone actually does <laughs> we'll, more specific we'll research. We'll do that yeah. testing. Yeah. Uh, another good question. Um, uh, what come, was on, it? come on, come on, come on. Get up start. start out there. <laughs> um, in terms of uh, waste products and things like that, the, mm. was did you do any measurements in terms of that other than lactate? Was uh, no, we oh, didn't. I, remember, I just remember my good question. <laughs> Here we go, John. Here um, we go. You wing that one. You can put it in In terms of um, the athletes' perceived. Perceptions on on recovery was there anything significant there in so terms of they, they, they felt fantastic, yeah. much better after the the skins versus the the placebo. Anecdotally, yeah. um, more athletes said, "Yeah, you know these these feel comfortable. You know mm. I feel better." And certainly during the time trial, there was um, a slightly more um, comfortable perceived exertion with the skins around the thirty k time mark, okay. which is quite interesting. Um, coming back to um, the other physiological data, though, yeah. we we saw no difference in the the oxygen uptake during the event um, during during the time trial. Um, we didn't see anything in ventilation rate. They weren't shifting the metabolism to more sort of carbohydrate or fat. So yeah. nothing really jumped out in terms. So of really, the it was just power it. increased a little bit. It was, and interestingly, when we looked at where in the time trial the power, the major power increase was happening, it was happening in the first sort of 20, 10 oh, So it's when you're fresh, and then so when you're fatigued, it didn't really help Yeah, so, I mean, I would have expected the, the benefits, if there were any, to oh. kick in towards the end. To mean that you could hold on longer? Yeah, but it, it didn't appear that way. Were there any other interesting things that sort of well, came no, up? No, because I, I did my piece. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I was saying in the piece that I read that basically the one problem with the skins is the ankle. Can you explain more about that? Sure. Well, I mean, I think, Mike and I think that one of the reasons that we didn't see any of the sort of physiological changes or big physiological changes is that these skins are modelled on or sized according to the BMI, which is um, a body um, mass mass index. And that's taken from a general population. Yeah. Now, if you look at endurance athletes, they've got a very different leg form to, say, your power athletes. Yep. They have not got the, the developed musculature. They have much slimmer... <laughs> and John's just giving us a demonstration <laughs> now. With his tight pants on. <laughs> a much slimmer um, profile. And basically what determines how compressive the garment is is obviously the manufacturing size, sizing, but how stretched it is yep. around the calf and the thigh and the ankle. Yeah. And we found that these garments were not showing that gradient compression profile that I talked about earlier. So you were talking earlier about how the lower it's tighter, the better it is. Yeah, Yeah. so the biggest compression was at the calf. Mm -hmm. Then the next 
biggest compression was the thigh and the smallest compression was down at the ankle. So ideally you want ankle, calf, mm. thigh. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and there's the difficulty with the garment because it's, it's a, a legging that stops at the ankle. Yeah. And, so, and you've got to be able to put it on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to make it super tight down there, it, it would, yeah, it becomes a lot harder to, yeah. to put on. So I guess the, the moral there is if you are going out and buying these things, make sure you go well down a, you know, down a size or if you're in between sizes you certainly go down rather than up but is that true because obviously you don't want it to be too quite do you want the quads to be yeah. lighter well yeah. that's that's the trouble yeah. that's the trouble you don't you get two you have peers, to... one medium yeah i mean we've certainly fed back this information yeah. to the skins manufacturers and, and we've kept them informed um through the process because yeah. obviously they they are keen to know yeah um, and I mean, my suggestion is you you either go to a sizing um, according to the circumference of your calf and your ankle, yeah. oh, okay. which would be a much more accurate yeah fit. way of measuring it. Yeah. Or you have a separate like enduro range, you know, for your endurance athlete that has different yep, sizing needs. to the the power athletes, mm. so that you're just getting a, a bit of a better fit. Because we, I I suspect that we're getting the circulatory benefit from these garments with that pressure profile that we saw i can't prove it and you'd need to go into a much more invasive sort of spectroscopy to um that's a big word to to actually (laughs) have a look (laughs) 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 basically it's just a technique that you can actually look at blood flow within the the vessels um so overall your opinion on compression plates do you think there's something that are really worth having well i i think that it's beneficial. There is a benefit in it to wear them. It's not going to harm you. Yep. Yeah, it's a key and thing. it's going to benefit you. I don't. We're still not sure of the mechanisms. I yep. mean, it could be a psychological benefit. But yep. if it is, it's, it's working. It's yeah. working. Yeah. It's, you're still going to get that performance benefit. And and if yeah, particularly with the longer events, you know that with endurance events that last over many many hours, your mind is a much a really big component of that yeah. compared to a 10 second sprint yeah so if you feel oh yeah i wore skins last night or whatever the garment yeah, was, it makes it beautiful today yeah. you know oh, i'm really gonna you know kick in here when it's yeah. starting to get hard mm. that's that's gonna help anything else in the study that that was of note for yourself other things you've already mentioned the one thing that was really quite interesting was blood pressure changes yeah and we noticed that when the garments were taken off you got a drop in blood pressure, which you would normally expect to see because you're, you're taking off resistance to the, bl- the blood vessels, so suddenly there's going to be a lot more blood flowing mm. down there yeah. and your blood pressure is going to drop. But that was present for anywhere between 5 and 10 minutes okay. after the garment was removed, which you normally your, your feedback mechanisms would kick in and that blood pressure would Come rise up back up yeah. again. Yeah. Um, but we didn't see that. So, you know, I, I don't know whether that's a, a real effect or just an, an artifactual effect and as usual you know you need more studies to, yeah, so yeah. to look what's into blood that. pressure what, what effect is blood pressure going to have on on your recovery okay well if you've got um if your blood pressure rises you're yep. going to have um effectively you're going to have a greater cardiac output yep, yep. um and that's obviously going to either deliver more oxygen to the working muscles or removing metabolites away from yep. there um, one other question I had um, was... Is a good one? Oh, it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> I don't want to build it up. Um, was, ha, are you considering doing any further study in terms of actually looking at 
performance wearing skins um, in the future or is, is the money dried up? <laughs> <laughs> the money for, for me has dried up but yeah. certainly um, there will be further studies um, out at Lincoln yeah. looking at we might actually try and get these garments designed custom fit okay. so we get a proper profile mm. to see if there's a better benefit to, to see if that the benefit is increased and, and you're thinking there would be um well, you don't know. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah if if the the theories all the sort of medical theories are are, are true then yeah, yeah. There, there should be um, a circulatory benefit um but yeah we'll we'll see but again, that that link to performance is. I mean, we've we've given a bit of evidence to to link it a little bit yeah. more clearly. But you know, you you can never be sure until you get a lot of evidence out yeah. there that says, hey, yes. And right now, you know, there are some studies. Rob Creasy, yeah, I don't yeah, know if you're yeah, familiar yeah, with Rob. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Rob as well, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He helped on camp last oh, year. Oh, that's Rob. Yeah, yeah. 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 He just moved back to Christchurch. Well, he's just um, presented some research that he did with some colleagues, and they were looking at the compression garments but just socks yep. so up to only yep. knee only and um, performance in a 40 minute run mm-hmm. and they found no performance benefit really? from wearing them so you know you've got there's a big psychological benefit there. in those, in those <laughs> a lot of people wearing socks and Ironman um, yeah it's like becoming a huge thing aren't they? yeah and yeah. Uh, because all the pros are wearing them everybody yeah. else wants to get on the bandwagon and yeah. Uh, yeah. I've heard some positive things but again a lot of this, if it's in your head and if it's working, go for it. Yeah. Go and spend your money on these yeah. things. Yeah, because well, compression isn't cheap, is it? You know, like for a pair of skins and no. those socks. Those socks are like 80 bucks, aren't they? They're mm. not cheap, mm. you know. Like it's a mm. big expense. Mm. And also one thing to realise is that, you know, they've got a shelf life, these garments. The lycra disintegrates. Yeah. The compression reduces. So, you know, probably a year before they start to yep. really lose their effect, if there yeah. was the an effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I promise you, there's no money involved from them yeah. <laughs> to me. Yeah. Oh, no, it's good. It's, it's been really interesting finding out a bit about how you actually make the research as impartial as you possibly can. Because so, I know you guys actually went out and bought the skins yourself, didn't you? you didn't yeah. actually, the skins didn't actually provide you with the garments. You'd go on trade me afterwards, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweaty. <laughs> so, um, oh, no, it's awesome. And we know you've got your own endurance event coming up shortly, so we're, we're, we're thankful for you not giving birth, yeah, giving birth on the show. It's an ultimate endurance event. <laughs> what a compression. <laughs> um, actually, they do a pregnancy range. <laughs> yeah. So, um, thanks very much. Uh, just, what, what, you go, uh, what's the next thing you're looking to work towards as in the study, or... You're looking to do more research. I don't know. I'm at a bit of a crossroads in my yeah. career right now. Oh, really? So, um, yeah, I'll yeah. Uh, have a have a year of uh, being, being a mum, and yeah. then uh, see what happens. Oh, big crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very yeah, thank much. Thank you for your time. It's great having you on the show. And uh, if you do any study in the future, we'd love to have you back. Probably not about babies. But <laughs> 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 thank you very much. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Questions and answers. I'm going to chuck a couple at you, John, just because. Yep, we've got we've got a good time here. Yeah, that's right. I can just check one at you. No, I can't because words hopeless. Um, but one thing, Michael Brown sent me through an email asking, "Do you think we should have peeing on the bike again? Again?" Okay, yeah, because uh, I, I, no, I think that's a good and maybe point. it's evolved <clears throat> in maybe the times evolved. Yeah, because um, that was an early show for us, and also I've I've had I've had athletes that I coached that have not been peeing on the bike, and I'm not happy about. Do you it. demonstrate to them how to do? <laughs> That could be the next level. We do a demonstration. Yeah, YouTube. I'll write in front, and we'll also demonstrate um, drafting when you're too close, and Bevan can be behind, and we can do a double demonstration on. This is not. This is this is drafting, and yep. this is peeing on the bike. Yeah, I'll, I'll write. Oh, thanks, man. And you can be behind. Oh yeah, well, I can't. Words playing up. Sponsors.
Ethlinks.com, John, what's happening? Another innovation. You pull up Ethlinks.com. Oh, you may okay. not have realised what's going on there yet, but you just go Ethlinks.com. Okay, I'm going Ethlinks.com. You keep talking. <clears> and you, you, Bevan, I think, will be automatically logged in um, I am. as he is. And you notice on the left-hand side there, yep. local athletes. Oh, that is very cool. So what Ethlinks have gone and done now That is, is very um, cool, isn't it? Is, I love I, that. I presume you've got to be logged in um, because if you're not yeah, you logged to, in, yeah, um, know you they won't know where you are. So Although they might be using your IP address. That's what I thought. They could yeah. be doing that. But regardless, all you guys should be um, joining like up to Suzanne. That's what I was looking at yesterday. <laughs> Susan. Susan from South Brighton. Don't know much about her bodybuilding she's, maker and athlete. She's pretty mean looking, Susan. Susan. Yeah. Bodybuilding made me an athlete. Now I'm starting to explore my potential. So basically what's happening with Athlinks is now it's becoming a lot more locally centred if you want it to be. So when you go onto the homepage, you log in, we basically... More, remember more? Yeah, we can see all our local people. Dave Dwan's there. Yeah. Darren Leslie. This is great. Yeah. That's, it's, uh, They're getting it right, eh? This is great stuff. So you can go on there, find your local people. Great what photo, Maura, too. What it's going to do is it's going to mean you can um, get your local organisations involved. You go back to the homepage, Bevan. 1326 in Kona, Maura did. Nice. Nice. She was, she's a former age group of the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was sent in by uh, Zanya. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go back here. Yep. And I, I can't see Zanya on there. Ian Wood, if you're listening, I don't see you on there. <laughs> But wait, there might be more than just the there nine. Is, there is. They're, they're, <laughs> well, I haven't seen them on there, so I'm But they've also got your local clubs. Your local clubs, best because uh, we've joined up the Canterbury Triathlon Club. So what you want to do here is you can... Um, oh, that's great. They've got an expo. They've, they've set out now. Local companies in the expo, and we get put on there. I know. Oh. Let me, let me, let me sorry, finish. John. Let me finish. Sorry. So go back to the bloody homepage. Okay, I'm going back to the homepage. Uh, I'm in the club, and I'm not even in the club. Well, <laughs> technically you shouldn't be there, so... The, basically, the, the one thing is you can see your local athletes um, and you can communicate with local people. Great place to sort of organise little training sessions. Also, for your local businesses, you should be encouraging them to join the expo and then you can have local businesses. So, you know, if you had your local bike yeah, shop like on there, bike HQ. come on to there, you can see them on there and you can communicate yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, 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 totally. This is really good and then stuff. You, you know, you can local results, local calendar. Me and John, they... OTT'd on delivery. So I'm, I'm liking all this local stuff. Yeah, I think it's great. So make it's sure... It's really cool because you've got to know... And, you know, it's an easier way to connect with people so we can see what the Philinator's up to. Philinator. Or what was Murray's name? The uh, the Holy Hammer. The Holy Hammer. Oh, yeah, this is good times. Holy Hammer was window training last week on on Tuesday. It's chickened out of riding the Akarara in a, in a cold, southerly, crappy really? day. Well, soft. we might have to call him the Holy... Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so get on there and, and basically you guys supporting Athlinks actually supports us because they're, they're, they're a supporter of the show so and also remember click on one of their ads make them some money here we join go. up get your results I'm up there click on ad now for them just it's all good make some money okay coffeesofhawaii.com so coffees of Hawaii it's exciting news you had some exciting well, news well the thing is you know how they do the boat yeah well Albert sent me through this link and there's a there's a magazine called Brand Week and it's it's a big marketing company kind of thing and it looks at how to establish brand and stuff and they had this big article on innovation with PR mm. and 
they've had copies of Albert didn't even know he was in it oh, and they had the boat from Hawaii nice. and they had a big write up on the fact that they'd done that and thought it was really brilliant PR innovators well you know and it's not just with that John it's with their coffee as well exactly so that they're, they're, nice. yeah, you spun it in I thought you'd like that use the discount code IM Talk IM Talk it's um, 20% isn't it yeah it's a no but, brainer we're not 100% sure and we should have checked this out before the show on the coffee tins I'm not sure if you get a discount because they're already um, a heavily discounted item but okay. the coffee tins is your ideal present for now if, you're, time. if I'm thinking if you're in the States you probably still get it before Christmas if you're out of the States it may be too late to get it before Christmas but yeah. uh, you know honestly for uh, the person who's hard to buy for who you know drinks coffee it's the ideal gift easy easy no brainers it's a no brainer John mm. no brainer if you got no brain you just do it <laughs> coffeesofhawaii.com for all your coffee needs trybuys.com big sale on there oh. was, they, they, they sent it through just after we'd recorded the last show so we didn't I don't think we um, put it on but there's a, there's a big sale there's some serious savings on particularly on wetsuits um, you know far out Brussels sprout these are cheap so like say, say for an Orca 3.8 um, you probably should be buying Blue 70 but, but Orca's still good <laughs> five, it was 599 now 419 so you know you're looking at Apex 2 is only 367 some seriously good things uh, Triathlon Transitions a um, bit of a training DVD but pretty much lots of different sorts of wetsuits Orcas uh, two times you pretty much anything you want you can get on there some sunglasses sunglasses yeah you know what it's Christmas time it's Christmas time, it's think, time you, to- think, think of your ideal weight you want to be next season Yep. So get yourself a wetsuit that's going to make Get a couple off a few mates and you get free shipping, anything over $500 anywhere around the world. Two, over, over 200 US in the States, free shipping. One thing Cam sent through this week, did you get that email about how, you know, he just wants you to spread the word because they're kicking yeah. ass and the deal, so tell just your mates about it. Flick on an email, Christmas deal at trybuys.com. Where's it going? So if I go bike here, do you think there'd be more specials here? Ah, oh, John, we've just we opened just, up a can of words. We were just looking at the, the, the website. Oh, so when you, now look at the bike deals. Now, this is cheap. So you can get like a pair of two times you bibs for 49, 47 bucks you wear, which, yeah. you know, it's, here you're paying 180 bucks for those. That is cheap. 37 bucks. Oh, if you want to go get yourself an aero helmet. You know what? Honestly, when it comes to the gear stuff, it's stupidly cheap. So, like, two times you bike shorts, $37 US. In New Zealand, you're paying 140 bucks for those. For a 496 tri-bike by look. Three grand. 399.95 is retail. You can get a, a Desotti... $2,999, off. Well, you can get a, a Desotti singlet. Desotti or Desoto? I don't know how you say it. Desoto. Is it? Okay. Uh, Desoto sounds good. 19 bucks. Nice. John, this is cheap. It is. And look at this. Man, we just always go to the swim page, don't we? We do. Oh, we've opened up a whole new can of worms. Toe covers. Nice. Oh, Deals man. Deals are plenty. Oh, no, run, let's look at run. Oh, really? Two times U tops for chicks. 20 bucks. Get yourself a, a running bra, Bevan. I'm going to get one. Yeah. A watch, 65 bucks, an Ironman watch. John, stop. I, I can't help it. <laughs> I wish I'd known this earlier. <laughs> what about tri gear? Oh, <laughs> More clothing. It is. The clothing is extremely cheap, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, honestly, you, you you know, if you're looking at getting some gear, I've obviously made those a little bit bigger. If you're looking at getting some gear, you're. Now's the time. Yeah, honestly, just do it. Okay, sorry, I got a bit distracted by that. 
Okay, Let's wrap John. it up. This is going to be a long show. It is going to be a long show. Now, there's a couple of other things. We've got the Expedia page now on our homepage, www.imtalk.me. If you've got to do any travel, just click on that. It takes you to Expedia. And then if you book your travel, we get a commission. To be honest, I'm not sure how much it is because no one's done it yet. But, um, you know, like Expedia is the way to go when it comes to travel, eh? Every bit helps. Yeah, yeah. And so if you want to do that, it'd be great. If you're going to buy anything on Amazon, that's great as well. Um, John, we've been sick with nicknames. I know. We'll get. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do a Christmas show. Everybody's given us a nickname. That's our challenge for the next week. Okay. Everyone who's donated up to this point, you're going to get a Christmas present of your nickname before Christmas. Okay. Challenge is accepted. Send me half the names, and you can do yep. the other half. Okay. And we'll do the work this week. Sounds good. Do our P's on that. And then uh, if you want to donate to the show to go to Kona, great. John's looking at his watch. He wants to go. Okay, go biking. What do you got on for the rest of the week, John? Just catching up this week. Got a big bunch of emails to clear, and oh, another race this weekend. Oh, wait a second. You just did that so you could talk about the one you won. <laughs> I haven't got the results up yet, so I can't get them up on Athlinks. Uh-huh. Yep, it was a victory. <laughs> <laughs> How big was the field? Uh, well, it would have been a good 40, I oh, reckon. Nice, yeah, good also. Yeah. So, uh, Did you kind of like go over victory arms and everything? No, not really, because it, <laughs> because it's, they had several events running concurrently, yep. so they had a short distance one. And, and stuff. So everyone's coming at the same so time. No one really knows who's won, and they didn't really do the prize giving, was only sort of spot prizes. So oh, so you can get was, a prize? No. Really? It was it was a it was a pretty prestigious event though. It'll go down as your best one ever. Yep. Pretty better than beating was it Peter Reed? Yeah. That yeah. bloody result isn't on, online. <laughs> the Peter Reed one. So <laughs> I bet you've searched long and hard. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just put it online? I could. You just put an extra page on your homepage. <laughs> yeah. And then and just link to it. I could just have two results. John Houston, would you get second? Second, yeah. Peter Reed third. Good. Yeah, that's all you need. So no, that was good. Swim went uh, quite well. Run was okay. Bike was pretty miserable, and I fully expect to get spanked this weekend in the What's on this race. The question? Christmas cracker, opening race this season. Are you doing it? Yeah. I might do it too then. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about it really for this week oh, I've got a few little Christmassy sort of do's and stuff but other than that not a lot well last weekend you? I went to have you ever come to Christchurch or if you're in Christchurch there's a walk called the Bants or the, the Ikara Walk now there's two ways you can do it the one costs like 1300 bucks, and one costs 135 so I'm thinking right. go the 135 option the website's com. amazing I did it with Joe over the weekend and it was just stunning the walk's beautiful New Zealand's full of amazing walks but also the hearts and just everything about it was really stunning. I'm almost thinking of putting a picture of Joe up on the website this week, John. Okay. I haven't asked did, her. Did you uh, crack the whip on her on any of the climbs or anything like she's that? She's hardcore. Yeah? Yeah, she was hardcore. She was, yeah. I literally lead the way because I figure literally the way so she can determine the pace. Yeah. She's hardcore. Okay, good. Yeah, she went up in my books. Good. So I haven't asked her if I can put a picture of her on the website. So just if you go to the, go to the website, www.iamtalk.me, mm-hmm. there's a picture of her. Me, not you. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. And then... Yeah, because this could be dangerous otherwise because I'd hate to do something I wasn't meant to do. Yeah. Could, be, could be getting a little chilly could be, in the bed. Could be the first arguments in the loving relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, other than that, Christmas time's coming up, but we're going to talk about Christmas next week. Going to have a show next week. You know what I'm doing this week, John? What Breaks my heart because sometimes I talk too much. And so really? <laughs> I'm a guest. And for my classes, I teach to about a thousand people a week throughout the week, and my stupidity, I told them I'd all make them all lolly cake. So I've got to make a thousand pieces of lolly cake. Nice. I'd be subcontracting that if I was you. Maybe I should, but I'm cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so that's what I'm doing. Anyway, let's finish off. You want to go bike riding? I'm going to go for a run. I'm Rust. I'm Mendo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha.